You are listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese. Hi, everyone. It's Nancy Calabrese, and it's time again for Conversational Selling, the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what's going on in sales and marketing today. And it always starts with the human conversation. Today, we're speaking with Amanda Abeya, CEO of Make Money Your Honey. Her clients go from hating sales and marketing to achieving 90% close rates and closing multiple five-figure deals. Her work has been featured in Forbes, Huffington Post, Business Insider, Univision, and many, many more. She's also the Amazon best-selling author of Make Money Your Honey. I love that. I have to ask you about that, Amanda. Um, And has created a community of over 60,000 people across social media channels. I had a chance to sit through a presentation Amanda gave, gave recently, and I knew immediately I had to get her here for all of you in the audience. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this. I love it when I meet other women who understand sales. It's always such a good time, and I know this is going to be no different. Yep, it's going to be fun. But getting back to Make Money Your Honey, how did you cleverly come up with that name? Yeah, that's a really good story, actually. So previous to teaching marketing and primarily sales is what I'm known for, I actually had another business. So I was a financial writer for eight years. I had a whole content marketing company. I, The way that I like to explain it to people for simplicity is I wrote blogs for banks. Okay. And I, I had been thinking about coaching and training. Uh, it was something I'd been interested in since uh, 2012, I think. And I was doing my uh, practice hours for my certification. So imagine I had a job as a recruiter where we were recruiting for salespeople, actually. Uh, (laughs) I was doing my classes and then uh, for my coaching certification. And I had a content marketing business all at the same time back in 2012. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Like I've I've hustled. And um, so I was doing my, my credits in practice coaching hours for mm-hmm. my certification. And I had just quit my job because I had started making enough money uh, writing content. And I did like a hundred interviews with people thinking that I was going to create some sort of group coaching thing or something. I right. realized that a lot of people had some big issues around money primarily um, and selling and productivity and, and quitting their jobs and all kinds of stuff. That was back in 2013. Right. And I was doing my practice hours with a practice client And uh, I was telling her my findings like after our session. And I was like, I think I have a book here. I need a name for it. And she's the one who came up with Make Money Your Honey. I love it. I love it. It's so catchy. Uh, And so I just want to clarify, do you only work with women business owners or? (laughs) Such a fun question. So (laughs) I market to women. I want uh, to really focus in on women because I had to learn sales from men and uh, men and women are conditioned very differently. So I call myself like the self-proclaimed translator (laughs) for women because actually very interesting story. I did a live stream last week. Mostly women watch those things. And it was Uh even things like, 
wow, thank you for explaining what closing is to us because the, even the word closer makes them uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah. So okay. I was like, all right, well, yeah. So I was like, how do I translate this to women businesses who know that they need sales training, know that they need to understand the skill set, but when they Google sales training, they just see right. a bunch of, you know, old white guys and that's, they don't relate to them. They don't understand, or maybe the men seem too aggressive or, you know, right. and also, yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm like the translator, but the interesting thing that's happened is a lot of men, <laughs> have flocked to the message too (laughs) because the yeah because the men is a little bit of a a different story right so i was talking to a colleague yesterday who's in more male dominated spaces like solar sales and things like that and he was telling me how the problem he sees with men is that they're so focused on the numbers and the logic and the win that they're too aggressive and they miss out on the conversation and the empathy Right. And then I made a joke and I was like, well, at least the men know their numbers because the women are so focused on the empathy and the relationship yeah. <laughs> that they don't know how to close and they can't tell me their numbers. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I, it, while you were saying that, yeah, uh, empathy plays such a big part in sales. Listening plays such a big part in sales. Uh, but I, I just want to understand, and it always baffled me, why do people hate sales? Because they don't understand it. Yeah. And because everybody's been on the receiving end of a terrible sales experience where some amateur tried to shove a product down their throat. Uh, true. True. Because they, they haven't gotten trained. They, they haven't, haven't gotten, gotten trained. trained. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I know you're a unique lady. As I, I said, when I sat through this presentation that Amanda gave, I immediately connected with you, Amanda. And so um, what do you think makes you unique and sets you apart from other trainers and coaches? Well, in my industry, it's the fact that I understand both marketing and sales and how they okay. work together because I was a marketer for eight years for clients. I get the SEO game. I know how to get attention. I know how to do the content marketing. I know how to do all that, but yeah. I also understand sales process and sales skills to convert that attention into money and right. how they both work together. And it's come to my attention, which is one of the reasons why my company's gone so hard on teaching sales that, you know, our, our best clients would have spent tens of thousands, sometimes six figures on marketing coaches and funnels and all this kind of stuff. And the only thing that they were missing was sales skills. Yeah. Nobody taught them sales skills. Yeah. You know, it, it's a formula. It really is a formula and you've got to mold it to each individual you're speaking with and sales to me is all about communication styles, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you earn trust through the way in which you communicate. Uh, so, Uh, You state that you teach your clients to achieve 90% close ratios. How do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, So what we do, again, most of our clients, when they come to us, they have access to leads. They just don't know that they have access to leads a lot of the time. Facebook groups, uh, databases, email lists. They understand marketing. They've taken a bunch of marketing classes. They just don't know how to do exactly what you just said, which is the communication. So they already have leads. They just don't know what to do with them. Yeah. 
So that obviously helps if you have leads, but then we go in and we're like, look, here's a five-step sales process because a lot of you are just posting on social media, but don't know how to get in the DMs and start qualifying, booking calls, all that. So let's start there. And then the second piece of that is a lot of times, um, you know, if they did get any sales training, it was horrible. And usually you can tell when a marketer taught them how to do sales versus a salesperson, (laughs) right? Because it's really bad. Um, And so for example, you know, maybe, you know, we'll look, we'll look at their sales scripts and we'll be like, oh my gosh, first, first of all, why is this 16 pages? Let's start there. Uh, second of all, second of all, like, why did you just bust out a bunch of slides? Like, I understand if you are selling software and you need to do a demo, but I'm talking to a bunch of coaches, the people that you're talking to at this area in this part of the process, from what you told me already went through your email list, already sat through a webinar. All you got to do is ask three questions and go in for a close. So, uh, are you going to share those questions? Well, it depends on, it's exactly what you said. It depends on what they're selling and to who, because it's a lot of knowing how to ask really good questions. But I'll give you an example where this happened, where one of our referral partners actually understands branding and marketing. And she goes, yeah, I just don't understand sales. And I'm like, okay, well, show me what you're doing. And I'll, I'll give you some pointers. She busts out slides, right? And starts going through, this is who I am. This is why you need branding. This is why you need to work with me that whole kind of thing. And I was like, oh, oh, stop, 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 please stop, stop. And I was like, they've been through a webinar, right? Yes. They've been on your email list, right? Yes. They've probably binged podcast videos, all that kind of stuff by the time they got here. Yes. Okay. So all you really need to do is figure out how much money they want to make, why they think branding's going to solve the problem, match them up to the right product and close. Yeah, um, I, I'm involved in uh, Sandler sales training. Are you familiar with it? I am not. So Sandler is uh, actually the number one sales training coaching organization globally, and they teach uh, consultative selling versus yeah. features and benefits. And uh, I've been asked, you know, but how do you go for the close? A lot of salespeople don't ask for the close. They shake they don't hands. Ask they ask for the close. Yeah. I'm curious, how do you go for a close? What is, what do you say? So there's two things, right? One of them is I actually, I think I taught this yesterday on one of my lives. Oh no, I was recording something for a future video. One thing I've noticed with the consultative sales where people go wrong is that it turns into basically a free coaching session because they have no focus and no direction of where this call is going. Right. So the first thing I teach is something called a pre-close intention. I did not invent this. I think most people in sales know what I'm about to say. But basically, if you're going to be doing consultative sales, it needs to be known up front that a decision is going to be made that day. Okay. So... What I do is I say, thank you so much for giving me your time today. The reason we're having this call, you mentioned in the DMs, you sent in an application, whatever. Mm-hmm. I have some, I get a feeling where this is going to go. I right. have some more questions so I can get context from you. If we can help right. you, I'm going to tell you how, and then I'll just need a decision, yes or no, on whether we're moving forward. Is that okay with you? Yep. Yeah. And I do a, a, a version of that. I usually, you know, like you, I thank them for coming. Let people know that I, I definitely want to answer their questions. Um, I have questions today. And then there's usually one of three outcomes. 
and I set the stage, you know, Amanda, if at any point in our conversation, you feel that what we do will not be a solution for you, are you okay letting me know that? Oh, and that's a good Amanda one. Amanda will always say, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, then I'll go back and say, you know, and I'll do the same thing. But who knows? We might both agree to take next steps. Is that okay? And then at the end of the conversation, I, I usually wrap my clothes up with, okay, boom, boom, boom. Um, do you have any other questions? Okay, what would you like to have happen next? Well, That's okay, I'm going to write that one down. I'm a little bit more direct. I'm like, have you seen enough to make a decision? <laughs> yeah, well, mine are mine. Don't close in one call. It's usually yeah, a so two. Yeah, well, by this time, by the time I'm doing this, I've already pre-qualified them in DMs or they've been through an application or something. So I okay. like that you brought that up because I think there's two things people don't realize. Number one, sales process is super important to understand. Yep. Most people out here on the internet don't. And number two, there's different kinds of sales. They're not all the same. I can't yep. go to a government and do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, so in, in doing research, uh, well, two things. One thing that really surprised me, you said you did 60 sales presentations in one month. Everyone yeah, said was, no. I mean, that was back in 2015. Back, yeah. Back. <laughs> Yeah, that was back in uh, 2015. I still had the first business. I was trying to get out of the first business because I saw some writing on the wall. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, well, let me try this coaching thing. The problem is back then, well, two things. Number one, I've been in sales since I was 20, but nobody told me. That, <laughs> that's my joke. Okay. My sales training was you're good with people, go. <laughs> that's it. Okay. <laughs> so I, so I didn't know that I'd been doing sales at that point for like eight years, but I didn't understand the process. I didn't understand the mechanics. If I had right. to tell somebody what I was doing, I would have no idea right. what to tell them. And right. I had done fundraising, recruiting tours. I'd done all kinds of sales, not knowing I was in sales. That was all sales. <laughs> it was all sales and nobody told me. Um, Listen, I think everybody's in sales. Absolutely. You want to get your partner to go to the movie. You have to persuade them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what happened was in retrospect, I know exactly what I did wrong. So okay. basically I had been asked to present to a group of 200 women online. I did not yet understand the concept of selling from the stage, which goes back to there's different kinds of sales, right? It's one yeah. thing to do it one-on-one. -on -one, it's another thing to sell from the stage. So what I had done is I said, okay, like there's a free for all on my calendar. Just get on my calendar. Mistake. Right. Right. But I didn't know that back then. Now I understand where, you know, if I go sell from the stage, depending on the situation, I just sold from the stage in December for an event. One of our clients did. I can convert 40 percent of people on the spot. Wow. wow. With a particular with a particular product, with a particular offer for that particular audience, which I also did not understand back then, which is part of the reason why I got 60 no's. Wow. Wow. I was just missing components. You know what I mean? Like I had skills, but I was missing certain components right. of the sales process or it was a, wasn't a good product match or I should have just sold something directly from the presentation rather than opening up my calendar. 
You know, um, at the end of the day, what you're talking about is um, lessons we've all gone through. And then yes. I think, <laughs> right, I'm hearing you say that there is a process. Process is important to have, right? Yes. Training helps create processes. Um, last question. You talk about this a lot. Why is it important to wrap our heads around money? Why is money a good thing? Money is a fantastic thing because if you want to change the world, it's going to take a lot of money. Yep. And then why do we feel it's bad? Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know if we have that kind of time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let me see if I can simplify this. It's basically a couple things, right? It's societal conditioning. That looks like a bunch of different things down to what men are told about money versus what women are told about money, which is why you see them struggling with different things in sales. Right. Um, it can come down to religion for a lot of people. Uh, you know, money is the root of all evil, which is not even what the Bible says. But how many times have we all heard that in our lifetime in right. the culture? Right. I think that's a part of it. I think, uh, you know, now the story that you hear is like capitalism is bad. Rich people are evil. And I'm like, listen, my family fled communism. Would you like to have a, a conversation <laughs> <laughs> about how you definitely like capitalism and don't want to go in the other direction? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's a part of the conversation. Um, I think that's a part of what goes on as well. Then it's also what we learned individually in the home. You know, I, I come from an immigrant family. There was a lot of anxiety around money uh, yeah. that I've had to learn to overcome. Yeah. Uh, in business, there's things I've done that nobody in my family has done. There's, yeah. you know, trauma in the background with my family, which is real. Financial trauma is a thing um, yeah. that people have to deal with. There's trauma in my background where my family literally had to flee the Cuban revolution and leave everything and everyone behind. And my grandparents started over in the United States with nothing in their 40s. Wow. So wow. That, that comes with a certain level of baggage, you know? Yeah, but look at how far you've come. Yeah, I mean, that's where I get my resilience and tenacity from, but it's also where I got anxiety around money from. Yeah. So, huh. so that's so, you know, there's a lot that goes into why people are so uncomfortable yeah. uh, with money. And that's, that's individual work that everybody needs to do. Huh. Uh, Amanda, you have to come back because we need to continue talking. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, how can my audience find you? Well, I'm going to give you a special link just for your audience so we know exactly who came from you, where we can give away a free sales script that we use on social media. So oh, check the show notes because we're going to give that away to you guys. Uh, you can okay. also go to amandaabeya.com. That's spelled A-B as in boy, E-L-L-A.com. Yep. You'll find the podcast. Um, I'm on every social media channel. I go live almost every day. So you'll wow. find me everywhere. Just Google my name. <laughs> wow. Amanda... Um, it sounds like you're pulled in a million different directions, but you're loving it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I, sp I built all the systems and automations in my business precisely so I could just yeah. be on a million podcasts and be on live streams every day. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Well, um, for everyone out there, reach out to Amanda, take advantage of her offer and make sure you have an awesome sales day. See you next time. The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One of a Kind Sales. 
If you are frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process, and create more bottom line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, The Inside Sales Solution, at oneofakindsales.com forward slash book.